When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here's Miller and Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO. And now on 106.3 FM. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome in. Miller and Condon here on a Monday. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. It's Trent Condon and it's Ken Miller. We got another reason for you to listen to this radio program. The keywords are back starting, well, in about 25 minutes or thereabouts. Keywords at 10 and 11, and then starts up again with Murph and Andy, 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5 o'clock. So plenty of opportunities, seven of them during the day parts for the keywords. It's a kxno.com destination for you to enter your keyword. This is not a texting contest. Go to kxno.com. We'll give you the keyword coming up here in about 25 minutes. Again, it's for $1,000 every time uh, we have one of those hours. And KXNO has been blank the last couple of these promotions, so hopefully we can end that. BMW Des Moines guest list looks like Nick Nick Oson's going to join us at the bottom of the hour. Boys, there are a lot of Iowa State news Mm -hmm. percolating. J.J. Cole, is he or isn't he? We'll know tonight at 7 o'clock if he's going to be a quarterback at Iowa State. Tyrese Hunter, is he or isn't he going to get, what's the number we saw? $750,000. More power to him. Mm -hmm. Get what Um, you deserve, right? Absolutely. I don't think there's an inch of truth to it. I don't know, a sliver of truth. We'll see. Uh, There certainly was a um, a lot of, I don't know, was buzz? What would you call it? Concern? Good. There was a lot of concern. I'll use your word. That's really good. Uh, this weekend as to he um, whether he is leaving or not. So we'll get into that with Nick. Of course, recap football. Uh, they did sign another player this weekend. Another transfer came into the program. So we will uh, talk to Nick about all things Iowa State. Hassan Ward, correct? Is yeah. the kid's name? VCU kid. I remember seeing VCU a couple of times. What is his calling card? He's a great defender. <laughs> well, Just that's great, did, right? Yeah, he'll fit in well. He he will. They still have that glaring, glaring omission on that roster, or maybe they don't. Maybe they're waiting, and they have somebody in mind. Ah, we'll see. Uh, but we do know Tyrese Hunter is the rumors. Hassan Ward is a cyclone. At eleven oh five, Trent and Matt Snyder and I will talk. Major League Baseball, our weekly segments at 11.05 with Matt Snyder from CBSSports.com as we go around MLB. I look forward to doing that Mondays at 11.05. And then Scott Dockerman will come in here at about 11.30. The Big Ten is about to cash in. Their media rights uh, coming to a head. John Oran from Sports Business Journal reported the parameters around that. The weird part about it, the Big Ten Network is actually... Sitting in on these meetings. Mm-hmm. So when CBS comes to pitch the Big Ten Network, or the Big Ten, the Big Ten Network is sitting around the conference table. Yes. Kind of weird. I never heard of that before. Now, Mark but they Silverman. Own a chunk. Yeah, they own a chunk. Right. And Mark Silverman 
was the head of BTN programming mm-hmm. before he got his job with Fox Sports. So yeah, it's a little weird. It's a little different. You don't see this happen very often, but it certainly makes sense. And for a guy with the new commissioner of the Big Ten, Kevin Bourne, a guy that doesn't have a TV background, mm-hmm. do you have a problem with it? No. No, I just want to see how it all shakes out. Right. Uh, and we should know by Memorial Day is what, uh, what uh, the articles are saying. that I mean, we know Fox has a good chunk of it. Mm-hmm. Is NBC going to get some of it? They want a doubleheader, Notre Dame early, or Big Ten early, Notre Dame late, or versa visa. Um, so that's on the table. CBS, of course, has got to replace uh, the SEC network. We do know this, Trent. Wherever it ends up, whoever it ends up with, the Big Ten is going to get paid. And Amazon is involved. Yeah. Apple is involved. I didn't even want to bring those two up. But they are involved. And as we see both of those entities now dipping their toe into live sports, of course, we've got Amazon Prime with the NFL Mm -hmm. coming on. We've got the Major League Baseballs that are happening on Friday night. I saw YouTube also gets, uh, what, about a dozen exclusive baseball games as they've had last four or five years. Uh, They're back into it. But, yeah, the streaming entities are both there, and you want them there? Because that means that money is going yes, up, indeed. even if they don't get a piece of the package. Right. It's going to cause whoever gets it to pay mm-hmm. more for it. Uh, best case scenario. This is how I look at it from a fan perspective. Okay. So Fox has carved out this niche. Now, mm-hmm. don't love it in the Midwest. In the Central Time Zone. With the 11 o'clock kick, you mean? It sucks. I'm with you. As a fan, it is For their brutal. biggest game of the day, it's 11 o'clock in the morning kickoff. You want that uh-huh. late afternoon or night game yep. for your biggest games. That's not the case. All right. You live with it money right yep and it's keeping up with the joneses and the joneses being the sec so they've carved out that niche that's going to stay and urban meyer's going back by the way gross yeah he's disgusting yeah i'm, I'm looking i i like listening to him when he's doing his five minute vignettes on btn he was good but can, can he a, stop though he's such a dick yeah and being so sacrimonious and and how he's this is how you create. This is how you create a team. And yeah, no, no, we know it's we know it's BS. No, he was exposed when he was in yes. Jacksonville, Trent. And it's he's gonna, a figurehead. Credibility is going to be, I think, a little uh-huh. more difficult for Without many people. Doubt. If he's just breaking down tape, he can do that. Mm-hmm. But the other parts, let's leave that aside. Mm-hmm. Urban, just get up to the chalkboard. That's that's your strength. Right. Do that part of it. That aside, though, I want to see the CBS. There's just something about CBS two thirty in the that two thirty <laughs> window. Yeah. yeah. Now, would they have to push it back? Because Fox Games, we know, they have so yeah, much... Yeah, probably three, right? ...commercial inventory. Uh-huh. And you still have to stay with ESPN, don't you? Yes, you have to get something. So it is basically, you're creating almost a new window. Fox has basically the same. Maybe a couple more games, because it's basically the same package. Your overrun games are still going to be on BTN. And now you're looking for that number two game every week, sometimes number one, but you're on CBS... And then you get the remaining filler. There's a Minnesota-Iowa game. It's on ESPN. You have that kind of flexibility mm-hmm. because you can't completely go away, I don't think, from ESPN. I don't think you can either, Trent. It's too important. It's too big. Uh-huh. What well, You know it. I know it. We have DirecTV. And, well, let's start. 206. Yep. Then 209. Then back to 207. Uh-huh. Yeah. Is there something on 208? 610. Right. Yes. 208. And then you're bouncing around. Uh-huh. But that's where you start as a sports yeah. fan. It doesn't matter if you have Mediacom or if you have DirecTV or mm-hmm. whatever it is, or you're a YouTube TV subscriber or Hulu, you're starting at ESPN. And because of that, it's just so important. And you're not on their airwaves. They're not going to talk about you as yeah, much. That's a great point. Look what it did to the NHL when the mm-hmm. NHL didn't pony back up right. with them. Speaking of that, just real quick on this little nugget, because we both like sports wagering. If you bet the favorites, 
in the NHL starting on Friday night. I don't like betting favorites. I know you don't. You would have got cl- you would have got your clock cleaned <laughs> because there were 22 games from Friday through yesterday. Uh-huh. The favorites went 22 and 0. What? Not a single underdog won this weekend. Is there a theory behind why I don't, that's happening? I know. I just teams I don't playing know. for something as opposed to not yeah, playing I mean, for maybe something. Maybe some of the teams that are out of it. Are, but still, for twenty two games, it's crazy. Twenty two and zero, a run of favorites winning in the NHL for the sportsbook operators. It's a good thing they don't write a lot of NHL business, <laughs> right? Because that would have that would have been a blow. Um, gee, anyways, that that aside. So, real quick on this, the United States Football League launched this week. I watched. Actually, more than I thought on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Trent, there there were 3 million people that watched Saturday night. Okay. Uh, there was apparently 17,500 people in the stands in Birmingham, which I guess is the the flagship market. More- well, it's where all the games are. Right. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and there were a couple of other places yesterday that hosted, uh, that had games, um, a couple other games yesterday, Trent. There were dozens of people in the stands. Mm-hmm. That's it. Three million people tuned in. Here's the rarity about that: the game on Saturday night was on two different. It's like Super Bowl one when NBC and CBS both broadcast the Super Bowl right. on Saturday night. NBC. And Fox both carried the same game, Joel Klatt and... Uh, Kurt Menefee. Kurt Menefee. Yeah. The, uh, the play-by-play uh, duo in the booth. And still, only 3 million people. Now, what does that do to next week? Because we know that, yeah, week one's the... It's kind of like the you know, you're driving down the interstate and you see a wreck and you, everybody's slowing down because you want to take a look at it, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of like it was, at least for me, on Saturday night when I'm dr- running through the channels. You stop, you take a peek at it, you see what kind of um, uh, what, what kind of level of play that you're watching, and then you move on. What's it going to do next week? I um, like it if if the if there's no fans for these teams, if they don't if they don't appreciate their teams, why should I? Right. I'm looking back at uh, 21 years ago when the XFL launched. Huge numbers in week one. There were. I remember 9.5. Mm-hmm. Following week. 4.6, 3.1. By the end of the regular season, they're down to a 1.5. Yeah. A network TV. Right. And that was a lot more buzz than what we have right here. Mm-hmm. It's never going to work. It's never going to work. There's just no appetite for nope. it. Spring football, people that care, you're caring about spring football for college football. Mm-hmm. You're caring about the NFL draft. Yep. Those are the things that matter. These games, and they're bad. They are. I watched 10 minutes yesterday, and it was brutal. Right. Just absolutely awful. Went over to USA 242, and it's bad football. There's no two ways about it. It's a far cry from the NFL. It's a far cry from high school football. Uh It's just unwatchable. It's bad football. And that's nothing. It's never going to be alleviated. Mm -hmm. You're never going to be able to get past that part of it. There was one player on Saturday night. Satterfield, I think is his name. He's a receiver. He caught the first pass of the game, a long ball, and then he caught the first touchdown. He goes clock cleaned in the end zone. Um, He's got, I mean, he got lit up. But he was the only guy that, you know, kind of registered in my mind. But it's just, it's inferior. But you know that, you know, you're not tuning in to watch the NFL. Sure. 
And I guess you can, well, I know you can, you can bet on these games. So maybe now with the expansion of sports wagering, if sports wagering doesn't cause you to watch these games, what is? Nothing. Nothing. And we'll go through the song and dance and the XFL relaunches uh-huh. again next year. Right. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't. It's Football's over on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. And then we get ready for the draft. And then it's downhill from the draft because the draft is the halfway point of the offseason. Um, anyways, it was, it's not, if you, fi- if you found a team and adopted a team, don't, don't get too close to them. So why? Why do we see these millionaires and billionaires continue to try to trot this out? Do Did- they need the tax write-off? I, no. Honest to God, I don't know. Yeah. That's kind of a fair point. Right? And, and Fox, they, they invested a lot of money in these things. Mm-hmm. And they sold some of it off to NBC, apparently. And both of those networks carried the game on Saturday night. Anyways, we'll see if it lasts. I, I don't give it much of a chance. I'm anxious to see the numbers from week one to week number two because, I mean, well, you know there's going to be a drop. Mm-hmm. All right, NFL. Or NFL uh, NBA yesterday, Trent, was terrific. In fact, yes. it was really good all weekend. Um, for the most part, there were a couple of blah games. Uh, Minnesota-Memphis was terrific, but this game yesterday afternoon, Boston and Brooklyn, my God, two versus seven. How good was that? High-level basketball Oh, Jesus. And it was really start to finish. It was even the end of the first quarter. They're trotting in. They're doing offensive-defensive substitutions at the end of the first quarter in the final minute. It just shows you NBA basketball during the course of a regular season, 82 games. It's tough. It really is. Yeah. And there's a team that we watch in the T-Wolves, but it just, it's difficult. A game in November, in December, and you just on and on and on. But when you get to this point, you see these high-level stars. Oh, and that, my God. That's what makes NBA basketball yep. what it is, is yep. watching these stars play. And Kyrie, with all the histrionics Trent, and the love, double bird. Yeah, I have no problem with it. No. And he's he's taking it from... Yep. He's taking it from the fans and he's as giving he it should. back. And, yeah. and, 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 and trust me, when do they play next Wednesday? Yep. I mean, he's going to hear from it again in Boston. He was there briefly, didn't work out. Um, yeah, I don't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with what he said at the press conference. Look, it, it's not like this. They were getting to him. He scored thirty nine, did he not? Yeah. And how many of them were in the fourth quarter? 16, 17, something? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's crazy in the fourth quarter. And as wild of a buzzer beater. Oh, my gosh. Again, I didn't think they were going to get it off. You're a coach. You want to teach your kids to move without the basketball? Yeah, watch right there. that. Show that play. Yep, watch that. Because Tatum kept moving, Yep. and he cuts to the basket, mm-hmm. and good things happen. And Mike Breen, not a very call there for a buzzer yeah. beater. Because yeah. it, so go- it was so weird. It's so Different than Honestly, what you see. Were you, I wasn't even watching the clock or watching the backboard for the light to come on. I, I was watching the ball movement mm-hmm. and all the cutting, etc. Because it was kind of pandemonium on, in, in the paint, right? Are they going to get it off? What are they doing? This extra pass? Oh, my gosh. Um, kind of wanted Brooklyn to win the basketball game. But, man, oh, man, it was entertaining. I didn't because I'm on Boston on the are series. You? Yeah. So my two plus money are, or no? No, minus one thirty mm-hmm. is what I laid with Boston, and of course I got the Timberwolves plus three ten. Feeling good after game one of that one. Yeah, it was uh, again kind of that reindoctrination that we have with the NBA, and oh yeah, this is what we miss. Uh-huh. We don't talk about it for six months because. Boy, it's good. And they let him play, don't they? Yeah. My God, the officials let him play. Swallowing the whistle, oh, and just it's let him go out the there. Contact. It is physical. It is. It's really a physical sport. You know, Brinson used to, or and I are used to, two real hardcore basketball guys. And ah, come on, I was never by. This is really physical. They get away with so much. I mean, every single time, 
You can't make a layup in this league, Trent. Mm-hmm. You really can't. I mean, there's denials at the rim. You're bumping into each other, going up for it. And they just swallow the whistle, and off they go to the other end of the floor. Bucks Bulls turned out to be a lot better than I anticipated. Trent, the game total one. was two thirty in the game. Live there's one hundred seventy nine points. I know it was two thirty. They put it up during the broadcast. Look, Chicago, if a woulda shoulda. Could have won that basketball game. There was a point, what did they say? Seven and a half minutes left in the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter score, four and a half minutes into it, was (laughs) 3-3. Bucks three, Bulls three in the fourth quarter. Giannis going out with five fouls. Uh, Levine going out with five fouls. They just, the Bulls could not make a shot to save their life. They had a chance to open up Mm -hmm. a lead. Um, And it's a significant lead. You know, five, six, seven points because the Bucks weren't scoring to save their lives either. But I couldn't make a shot. Couldn't make a shot. So what does that does that give Bulls fans confidence that maybe this is going to be a better series than we thought? You got to steal those kind of games. We got to get that. Yeah, absolutely. And and now you got to figure Milwaukee's not going to play as poorly as they did mm-hmm. in Game One. So yep, that was the opportunity. If you're going to make this a series, yep. I think they had to get the one yesterday. And because they didn't, it's going to be, well, it's basically impossible, right? You got to win four out of six now against yeah. this team. You got to do it. Three of them being in Milwaukee, mm-hmm. it's just so difficult to find a path. If there, if there is a path, it's DeRozan because he was abysmal. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was god awful in the basketball game, and this guy's been fantastic. He really has. His shooting prowess has been on display. And look, I haven't watched a ton of the Bulls. I probably two or three times, but every time I watch him, I mean, he's automatic. That ten foot jumper, eight to ten footer, it's going in. You know who's really good? And we, I remember saying this last year when he was with the Lakers. This Caruso dude can yes, play defense, can he? He can. Oh, he looks like anything like a, a, a but an NBA player. But man, he's good. He's locked down. Now he can't shoot to save his life. But um, he's got his that's role. Not his go- yeah, that's not his job. His job is to play D, and Jesus, he does it well. I was hopeful we'd get something last night then to kind of cap the weekend. Well, we did for a little bit because they made it interesting until got- Chris Paul went just crazy. Isn't he fun to watch? Oh, my God. Trentino had like a 13-0 personal run in that game. Double-double, 30-10 and 10 oh for him. God. Just so good with the basketball, so smart uh-huh. at this point in his career. You think back of well, going way back when he was at Wake Forest and early in his career, it was all about the speed, right? That speed's not at the same level, and yet he is so smart. He mm-hmm. is intelligent of a basketball player, and just he is at his own level, mm-hmm. understanding how to control a game. He looked like a cheat code during that period, right? Yeah. Honest to God. When he needs to go, he can. Uh-huh. When he needs to facilitate, he does. He is he's exactly what you want mm-hmm. as a point guard. And the, the point guard that has evolved over time, and you need a guy now, you can't just be the old, old school, typical point guard, right, where you just facilitate, you play some defense. John Stockton in the world, you got to be able to take over games at times. Right. And Chris Paul, even at this point in his uh, career, can still do it. No, he, he did. So what you saw this weekend, <laughs> do you still think the, that – because I think they are. That the Suns are unbeatable? I wouldn't say unbeatable. Clearly the favorites, though? Yeah. yeah. Deservedly I, so, right? I'm suddenly, I started looking at Golden State. Did you? Steph Curry's still not Steph. Trent, here's the thing. Denver's got one guy. Mm-hmm. They got one guy. Yeah. And, and after that, I don't know. Without Murray, yeah, right? They're just so limited. So if it, if and I it, didn't want to overreact to what we saw Saturday night because uh-huh. it was Golden State 
doing whatever they want. Absolutely. They've got the second, third, fourth, I don't know how far you go. <laughs> right. But it's a long way before you get to that next Denver player. Right. It's a big, big gap. Uh-huh. But it's Golden State. So what's their number? Uh, let me pull it up here because... Can you get 8-1 to one to win it all? Yeah, I'm sure you can. I'm sure you can. I was even thinking about even doing something just to win the West because they're on the right side of the bracket. Uh-huh. They wouldn't see him until the conference finals. And at that point, is Steph worked himself back into shape as he... They got the minutes. Mm-hmm. They they played it together. What mm-hmm. was it? Eleven minutes all year long that we saw the big three of Golden State play Is that together. All they in the played. Season. Wow, I didn't realize that. Draymond Clay and uh, and Steph played yeah. eleven minutes together during the regular season. All right, let's see here. Series markets. No, we don't want that. We want team futures. Here we go. To win the NBA right now, the Suns are still two to one. Bucks the second choice plus four seventy five. The Warriors now plus six fifty. Mm. Conference winner. Plus 320. Did you you just do it. it, go all in? You missed it. Yeah. That was the opportunity. Yeah, I think it? it was. I think it was. Now I got to see those series markets. What are the T Wolves now after being plus 310? Oh, I'm still, they're probably, I, I, you know, I don't know. Plus 105. Okay. So you can still get plus money uh-huh. if you're a believer in Minnesota. Are you in this series? Oh, I, I was a believer in the beginning. Edwards. How good was he Saturday? Trent, he's been unbelievable. And how much more? The play-in game and then this one. He's still 20. Uh-huh. Trent, they're all young. Cat's the old dude. He's 25. Right. And and he's signed. They've got, they've got team control on him. Why do we have to wait till tomorrow still, though? I know it. The way they yep. drag this thing out. You mentioned Nets Celtics. Let's get this thing going no, again it's today. It's Wednesday. No. Let's see Wednesday. Right. Just It's Wednesday. So three games tonight. Three games that all in game one went to the favorite, mm-hmm. the home team. Uh, the Raptors first, up first. That'll be the 630 Scotty game. Scotty Barnes isn't going to play? No Scotty Barnes. Yeah. Game two, 730, Jazz Mavericks. No okay. no Luka. Right. And then the nightcap Nuggets Warriors. Of the three road teams, I don't, I don't think any of them will win. No, I don't but think But it feels so like historically it does happen. Who do you give the best chance to? There were well, times the that Raptors are too they're too banged up. I, I thought the Mavs played pretty well without yeah. Luca. Yeah, maybe that it and it's close, at home, right? But they're all let's see seven and a half. The Sixers are favored. Seven the Warriors are favored, and five the Jazz are favored. So I guess by point spread, I guess it still would be mm-hmm. Dallas. It's tough. Well, get something tonight though, please. Well, I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch the Cubs and uh, and the Rays. That's yeah. a pretty. That's a pretty good uh, series. Uh, two teams. I mean, the, the Cubs are playing decent ball. Mm-hmm. Bullpen wasn't great yesterday. Patrick Wisdom, who couldn't hit, I mean, couldn't grab a hit to save his life. He went crazy in Colorado. He had a really good series. His What was he batting going into the weekend? Point zero forty nine or something? Something like that, yeah. Uh, not sure what it is now. It I means got to be over two hundred because he was uh, he was really good uh, in that series. Drew Smiley was good yesterday. You know, it was an entertaining series this weekend. Cubs, the Cubs, Cardinals, and the Brewers. Cardinals and the Brewers. These Didn't two, see much of it. These two teams are, um, well, as expected, they certainly look as though they're going to be the two teams that will settle the Central. Mm-hmm. I really think. I mean, we're not going out very far. Because the Reds stink. Mm-hmm. Pirates are the Pirates. The Cubs are going to be, you know, Cappy said that they're going to be better. And then you can take that with a grain of salt because that's his team. Sure. And he admits that's his one. He's a fan of that. Um, but it looks as though he may be right. They can win 82, 83. If they games. can win that, Trent, that's a that's a huge, huge plus. Get us to July, right? Absolutely. Well, even past that. Get us through August. 
<laughs> Through August. Or into August. Into August. I think that's a little more Be fair. relevant. Yes, please. Now, there, look at Kyle Hendricks' pitches tonight. He was okay in his first start. He got rocked mm-hmm. the other night. Um, and he's going up a pretty good li- against pretty good lineup. So see how Hendricks does tonight. Six forty first pitch. Twins underway against the Red Sox. Yeah. In the so did the Red Patriot Sox, Day game? There's a, there was a Twitter rumor. Yeah. Help me out here. You you mentioned this as I came in this morning uh, that apparently there was um, once the media left the Red Sox locker room prior to the game this morning because it's a ten ten first pitch. Mm-hmm. A bunch of MLB they. They didn't. I mean, the reporters didn't find know who they were, but they noticed a bunch of guys going into the locker room that they thought was kind of a COVID uh, from the COVID unit of Major okay. League Baseball. So, do they have a COVID positive amongst the team? We do know that there's not a lot. There's a there's a handful of them that aren't getting on the plane to travel to Toronto for that series that starts tomorrow. And how different is it still between the border, between the U.S. and Canadian border? Well, you can't get in unless you have a vaccine. That's number one. That's number one, yeah. right. Uh, but I don't think there's any other restrictions. Because there's a player for the 76ers, it's, I know. It's not going. Right. Right. So, same thing there. Mm-hmm. So, you can't even cross the border. There was one NHL player from an American team that mm-hmm. couldn't play in Canada all season. Okay. Um, get from Detroit. But uh, that's that's the rules, and that's everybody knows them. And so, look, I don't feel real bad for baseball. I don't because the Jays were on the road for two years yes. last the last two years playing in Florida, playing in Florida, playing in Buffalo. Buffalo right. Uh, anyways, we will talk Iowa State when we come back from this break. Anxious to get Nick Olson. Boy, we've got a lot of ground to cover with mm-hmm. Nick. There's so much potential news out there. Or is there? Is this Tyrese Hunter thing just a product of somebody putting it on a message board and it catches fire and it caught fire? It can happen. Oh, my God. Just went crazy. That's um, What do you think? Is there anything to it? Is there room on North Carolina's roster for starters? Well, and that's a big question. I think many people, certainly from the Carolina realm that I've seen, where's he going to play? Right. It's not like he's coming in to play 30 minutes a game. No, he's, he's going to essentially, and he's a good player. Mm-hmm. But Very he's going player. to North Carolina, and is this kind of a Yesifu situation? I mean, he'll play more than that, you right. would think. Yeah, he would. But they've still got, I mean, Caleb Love's still there. Right. And Davis is still there. And apparently there's a McDonald's All-American that's about to be there. Leaky Black's coming back. Right. So Not a whole lot of minutes in that backcourt. That's just it, right? I don't know. If he's willing to go there and... Well, but if he's if they're willing to write him even half of what the rumor is? Mm-hmm. What did you say? $750,000. That's, again, a rumor yeah. that is out there. It's a big check. I mean, he's good, but is he... I mean, we don't know what... what where's the bar set, right? Mm-hmm. What is... How how good do you have to be to make seven hundred and fifty? Or if he's if you're this good, you get a million. Or I mean, where does he fall in on? We don't know these things. That seems like a lot of money yes, for a basketball does. player, especially when you look at that roster. Trying to get over the hump, one more player. Got is the Brady money. Manic done. Yes, he's done. Right, he is done. Yeah, it's too bad. He has completed his eligibility. Baycott's going back. He is. Baycott's coming back for another year. Boy, it's too bad Maddox's done. Well, not really. I don't care about North Carolina, yeah. but he was, he was fun to watch him in the tournament. Anyways, we'll talk Iowa State with Nick Olson. But right now, what's this thing called? Uh, we are going to do a, a $1,000 home run. $1,000 home run. Okie dokie. I guess I didn't read the memo close enough. I apologize. But right now, go to kxno.com. 
That's where you go, kxno.com. Once you get there, enter the keyword cash. That's your chance for a thousand hundred bets off. Now back to Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. Here's Ken and Trent. All right, welcome back. Miller and Condon is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. If you missed the keyword, go to kxno.com. And enter the keyword cash, cash at kxno.com. Another one coming up, uh, oh, just about 55 minutes or so from right now. Nick Olson covers Iowa State. Cyclone alert, part of 24-7 sports. A lot of topics uh, to get to. Nick, Trenton, Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you? Really good. Yeah, it was a busy, uh, you know, kind of news weekend on this holiday weekend, guys. How are you? Doing fine, and uh, still more to come with J.J. Cole, who apparently will make his announcement tonight at 7 o'clock. But we'll get back to that. Let's start with the Tyrese Hunter. Will he or won't he? I've just got a uh, a tweet that apparently Chris Williams on his podcast, of course, Chris here, 3-6, to six, uh, of course, Cyclone Fanatic, says that Hunter is going to enter the transfer portal. Are you reporting the same thing, Nick? Yep, I uh, I started putting that on my subscriber boards uh, over the weekend. I, I heard this morning, actually, um, that the process has kind of begun, so I would anticipate his name likely being in there by, I believe it's tomorrow morning. Uh, I don't know exactly how long, you know, kind of that official process would take. However, I don't believe that means he is for sure leaving, but at this point, I I would be shocked if his name is not in the portal from everything I heard over the weekend and even in the last hour. So, wow, he, as recent as that. There, there's more rumblings about that. This doesn't mean that it's a lock, stock, and barrel North Carolina. He enters the portal and he's going to Carolina. He's going to see what else is out there, right? It's not like, again, this was a, a top 50 player nationally. This is a guy that is known in, in recruiting circles. So there's going to be a lot of suitors out there also, and well, probably a lot of NIL money that's also going to be thrown around. So let's go to that avenue. Maybe some other potential names who else might be interested and secondly the nil part seems to be a big part of this yeah i I not only think it's a a big part but i think it's maybe the most important part because from everything i've you know gathered while looking into it and covering the team it was never really an unhappiness you know with with the team he's close with the staff he loved the season and again it's not necessarily that he is leaving i know north carolina has been linked a lot uh, that makes sense from their side in terms of what they have to offer. And obviously, you know, I heard you guys a couple minutes ago, they're going to go over the hump and trying to make that, you know, the championship and win it. But it wouldn't make a ton of sense for Tyrese's role or his development right. or, or really even his position. So that has been mentioned. I am far from saying that that is a finality. And, and honestly, that's not even the one that, I necessarily uh, really heard the most on Saturday after the big rumblings kind of got going Friday. I- I've heard a couple things about, you know, SEC schools as well. Mm. Uh, I mean, often that he could fit better position-wise compared to North Carolina and some of the money that they could offer. But Iowa State will still work on putting something together, and clearly he'd be the face of the team going into the year. So I'm confident that he'll be in the portal, but 
don't think it's a done deal that he's leaving at all. Yeah, I thought the torch was passed at the uh, LSU game when uh, he went crazy. Brockington kind of had an off game that day, and Hunter led them uh, in scoring. In fact, he led them in two out of their three appearances, right? The Miami loss, he led the way as well. You know, it brings us to another story, Nick, and it might even be a bigger story than the comings and the goings, and that's how does Iowa State or schools like Iowa State Keep up in the in the money in the NIL money race. I mean, if, if if there's a school that's willing to pay three quarters of a million dollars for a kid like Tyrese Hunter, how does Iowa State compete with that? I mean, do you have any idea? Because I have none, and I don't even know who that player would be. Is there a player on Iowa State's roster that's getting? I don't know, 20... I mean, I, I I wouldn't be embarrassing myself if I even guessed. Do you know what the NIL potential is amongst Iowa State? And if it is, you know, seemingly as minuscule as maybe one would assume that it is, how do they keep up and compete in this world of NIL? That is right on the money. Whether, you know, Hunter is here or not, that's going to be the big deal that kind of comes out of this locally. And I think that some of the, you know, potential donors, connections, and the fan base, I do think that there's a chance not to compete with guys for, like, 750000 like you mentioned, which, by the way, from what I've heard, those numbers are inflated for, for That's 100. what I would have I do thought. not believe right. it's like that. Yep, not, not quite that high, certainly with the base. But, I mean, you're exactly right. I mean, Iowa State has a great, you know, fan base program foundation, but it, it might not have the name and, and cachet of, you know, say a – Notre Dame or, or Duke in terms of a national foundation. So they really will have to figure out this week, look, what are we going to put into place to be able to compete, you know, not just with basketball, but it's right. a big deal in football and, and it's an ever changing landscape. And, you know, I've written and, and said to a lot of my readers that this is so new to all of us. And, you know, the human side of me kind of feels for, for some of the coaches and, mm-hmm. and even some of the players that won't get these opportunities because, it always leaves kind of a lingering thought, you know, is there more that I can be doing and what else could I possibly get from that? I've seen more and more people as this has continued and certainly it's hitting Iowa State right now, but I've heard people on the other side of the state, Hawkeye fans, say the same thing, that this this NIL era that we are embarking upon is making it making it much different than they thought as a fan and making it maybe more difficult to be a college sports fan. Are you seeing that on the message board over at CycloneAlert.com, people saying, hey, if it continues this way, I, I might find a, a different thing to to bring my sports interest to? Yeah, it's a real bummer. I mean, I, I have seen some of that, and I don't necessarily you know, blame the, the fans or however people feel. Mm-hmm. I hope that that doesn't kind of remain uh, the overwhelming feeling, you know, both personally and for the sports as well, but that's certainly something I've seen a lot of. And that's not really what, you know, NIL and and all these new deals were meant to do. It was meant to kind of increase the, uh, both the earning potential as well as some of the casual fandom. So I hope that it doesn't stay in place, but yeah, I'd be lying if if I said I didn't see any of that this weekend either. No, you know, it's, it's, um, when it, when it was first announced, I was all for it. The, these kids, first the, first they got an extra meal, right? They got an extra piece of bread on their plate. and yeah, it's, it's starting to turn around for the athletes. They can put cream cheese on their bagel finally. Right, and, and, and toast it too, Trip, yes, because yeah. they didn't used to be able to toast it. Right. And then all of a sudden they got that, well, you can get one transfer. Then you could get, and I was all for it. But I didn't, what I didn't, I, I guess, realize, 
I thought these kids maybe well, the stars going to get the quarterback's going to get twenty five thousand dollars. I had no idea that we're talking about close to a million dollars, and that does change things. This does make the college football fan experience. Now I understand where those those gloom and doomers, and I don't know if they realized it was going to be like this either. They were just gloom and doom to be gloom and doom, but I think they're going to be proven right. Um, where does it end? Where does it end? We we, we shall see. So uh, let let's move on to what we do know. Hassan Ward is coming to Iowa State. His calling card is defense. Uh, what can you tell us about him? I believe he has two years of eligibility left. Correct. Exactly. Yep. And unless, you know, he kind of develops a, a major offensive turnaround and kind of blows up this year, he will be likely to use both of those. I uh, actually, yeah, we were, we were on that Saturday. He was supposed to, you know, hopefully announce yesterday and it ended up coming out late Saturday night. And then I actually spoke with him yesterday and he's someone that is not afraid to, you know, really dig in and build his foundation on the defensive end. He, he's got a little activity above the rim. On offense, you know, he's a lob threat, but generally he can guard, I would say, comfortably two through five. Uh, he said he can guard one through five, good rim protector, decent rebounder. We'll have to cut down on the fouls a little bit, but I think with this staff and in this system, honestly, is he going to be a star? Not necessarily, but I think he's a really good fit, especially for what, you know, TJ and this Iowa State staff is looking to do on the defensive end. Obviously, right now, all attention, I'm sure, is on Tyrese Hunter and, and trying to do everything they can to keep him around. But what else is out there? And if Hunter does enter the portal and ultimately does uh, find another school for his sophomore season, boy, that's got to ramp things up and really completely change the way that they're building this roster for next season. That's exactly right. You know, a lot of the focus, and, and I would you know venture to say kind of the appeal to some of these transfers, was to play with a ball-dominant guy like Tyrese Hunter. So if that happens, you know, that's going to change. There's still going to be this focus on a couple of the posts, like, I, you know, like I've said on the show, but also they will need to look for another lead guard uh, because as much as I like Jeremiah Williams, I'm not sure you know, he can fill both the one and the two. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's still a lot of talent in the portal, and I don't think that, you know, per se, if, if Hunter is gone, it's going to be this you know, monumental collapse in terms of on court. But I think it's just more, it would really hurt the program for what he meant to them. And as you said, what it could lead to in the future for Iowa State Athletic. Mm. Well, let's, uh, you done with basketball, Trent? Yeah. yeah. Let's uh, go to football and uh, J.J. Cole tonight. Uh, Quarterback, big quarterback is going to make his uh, college choice tonight at 7 o'clock. Uh, look, Trent and I are, are are on the periphery of recruiting, right? We we lean on you for these things, and Tom Caker uh, on the Hawks. Um, what do you think, Nick? It sure seems like Iowa State is the favorite for his uh, services, if you will. Do you believe that J.J. Cole will put on an Iowa State hat, or however he's going to announce it at 7 o'clock, that he will be in Ames for his college career? Yeah, Iowa State's been in a really good spot. And, you know, just based on kind of the timeline, he recently went on a visit to Wisconsin and then came back to Iowa State for a practice. He's got an official set uh, with Iowa State in June. And just based on, you know, kind of the time and attention they've put in as well as his opportunity to be kind of the face and the leader in this 2023 class, not just for the Cyclones, but, you know, potentially some of the talent in the state of Iowa, like we've talked about on the show, including Patton and, you know, Kai Black, I would be pretty surprised, very surprised if 
if he chose a different school tonight with his commitment. Absolutely. A little bit of a side, but this one just shocked me. I heard this last week. It was being bandied about a little bit. Iowa State, they're currently 29th in the country in recruiting rankings. But the number one team right now for the 2023 class, it's not Ohio State, it's not Alabama, it's not Georgia. A&M? It's the Texas Tech Red what? Raiders. Now, this is a volume thing, Nick. I, I think you can fill us in a little bit more. They got a ton of commitments with the new coaching staff there, but it's just such a shock to go to 24-7 and see Texas Tech at the top of the list. Yeah, definitely a volume thing. They're doing some good things, and I think that there's a lot uh, for Texas Tech fans to be excited about. But, you know, kind of how we compile this, the rankings, obviously based on quality, but also the more players, the more volume, the better, um, kind of at the offset of that. So that, that's the reason they're number one. But, again, lots to be excited about there. And, yeah, as Iowa State's added more players, they've continued to climb. And I expect that to continue at least a little bit if, if things go the way that they've been trending uh, around Ames, certainly. Uh, Nick, there's so much that we uh, don't have time to get to, including what you saw on Friday night. Uh, the good news is is you'll be with us Mondays <laughs> when there's really not a lot going on, so we can uh, uh, bring this back up next Monday. We'll pick your brain on what you saw over the spring practices, the two that you were able to witness, the players and coaches you were able to speak with, etc. But right now I think we should uh, uh, leave it at that and focus on um, you know the Tyrese Hunter stuff and J.J. Cole tonight. Nick Olson, 24-7 Sports, CycloneAlert.com. Nick, we'll speak with you next Monday, all right? Can't wait, guys. We, we think it'll be a little slower day. Thanks for having <laughs> me. Good to hear from you. Nick Olson, 24-7 Sports, CycloneAlert.com. Trent, it's, it's a, the, the bigger story in this is is how do the – I'll use both of them. Yeah. I, when Iowa State, how do they keep up? How do you Ohio State wants a kid – uh, one of the one of the blue bloods of whatever conference you're in. If Tyrese Hunter's going to leave, and I'm not killing him. Mm-hmm. I mean, we saw his. We uh, heard his story during the uh, during the NCAA tournament. Yep. His grandma was finally able to see him play. She raised him. Uh, sounds as though there wasn't, as, as is the case um, with a lot of athletes, not a an overabundance of finances in the house. And if you can, he doesn't have both of his parents. That's just it, yeah. right? And and if you can, you know, get paid. I had no idea that it was going to get to this level. I had none. Where are we trending in a direction? Where I don't like it. We see what's happening at the mid-majors, and these are targets. With the UNIs and such? Are you right. Mean? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you look at the kid that Iowa State's recruiting right now from Wright State. Really good player. The Iowa guy from Utah Valley. Really good player. And they go to these places, and then they get really good, and then they leave. Mm-hmm. AJ Green. Yeah. Possibly leave. Right. Noah Carter. Gone. Left. At UNI. Yeah. And we see this continually happening and it sucks for the mid-majors. But ultimately, what do we really care about? Let's be honest, it's the power conference structure. <laughs> and so it's not that big of a deal. But now when it's impacting us, when it's impacting our big two in the state, uh-huh. it's a lot bigger deal. And it's not the way it probably should be, but it's the reality. What drives what we do here on KXNO? I went Iowa State. It's I went Iowa State. <laughs> and now it's impacting us. And it's impacting us in a big way. Yeah, now we're saying, how do we figure this out? Mm. Can you figure this out? I, Financially, I, I, can it happen? I, I think it's too late. I mean, Arch Manning's about to get millions of dollars wherever he goes. And he doesn't need it. <laughs> he does, that's a great point. He doesn't need it. Um, but he's one of the few. It's it's way bigger than... I was completely out of touch on this. Mm-hmm. Totally out of touch. You thought it was, hey, they get 50 grand. Yeah. Yeah, you know, maybe. They, 
you can go out to dinner a couple times mm-hmm. a week. You can take your girlfriend out. You can take mm-hmm. your boyfriend out. You can you can do those things as a student athlete. That's good. Hey, Caitlin Clark, this is great. Yep. She's getting some money from Hy-Vee. That's a great story. Have a basketball camp. Put a few thousand in your pocket. Right. And away we go. Yes. You, the offensive line's got a restaurant sponsoring. You get to eat there and each get 4000 a year. You get a new car. Okay. All these things. But this? Jesus. I was with you. And I thought, yeah, there might be that LeBron-type basketball player that came in and did that. Right there, there be those stories, but it really wasn't going to impact us. This is impacting it's us. Here, it's here, absolutely. And you better get on the forefront here. And everybody in those offices and names in Iowa City, you got to figure this out. Those collectives we've heard about mm-hmm. needs to be done yesterday. A- absolutely. I mean, honestly, is there a place we can? Because I don't know. If, do you have to report this? I mean, I know the players do once, if uh, tax wise, sure. But do we? Is there a like a transfer portal? Right. Is right. there an NIL portal where we can go and see player ABC is getting XYZ? There is a site out there that does have that, that has been tracking. Now it's not a complete comprehensive list, but it is. And I'm gonna try to see if I can track that down. What's what's what is an Iowa what I mean, what's the highest an Iowa State player is making? And who is it? Conversely, right. who's making money at Iowa? Um and and, and how much? Mm-hmm. I heard uh, at Shields over the weekend, the Murrays were doing a signing. Uh, yeah. And it was, I mean, lines out the door. It's crazy. For it. Was that last weekend, though? Yeah, last yeah. weekend, yep. So, yeah, those things are out there, but ultimately, what'd they get? 10 grand for I it? I don't know. Five grand? What did Jordan Bohannon make in his final year? Went over to the fireworks shop and got a check for $1,000? Okay. Patrick McCaffrey's hawking pizzas. Right. He's got Felbo Brothers and he's doing a goofy dance out there. Right. They but do their podcast at a Mexican restaurant. A yeah. couple hundred bucks, a couple thousand bucks. See, well, that's what I thought it was going to be. But then when you see $750,000. Wow. College sports has changed. I was wrong. You naysayers, you were right. At least it sure looks like that. Miller and Condon, back to wrap-up hour number one. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.8.com. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back to Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Final Oh, minute or so of hour number one. Before we move into the second hour, Matt Snyder on MLB coming up. Uh, we'll do that. We'll get Scott Dockerman in here. Big Ten meteorites are on the table. Twins up for nothing are against they? the Red Sox. Beating around former friend Rich Hill on the ball. Oh, that's right. I saw he started today. For nothing, and the twin starters have been pretty good this Not year. Not bad. Not bad. Better than anticipated at this uh, point. Roy Smalley was in the booth with Dick Bremer, the mm-hmm. college basketball announcer Dick Bremer, This uh, who's doing the Twins. Um, he's a good listen, Trent. He, that is a good team. Morneau is so boring. He's boring. He just, I want to like him. I know. He's a good player. He's Canadian. Mm-hmm. Um, There's not a whole lot of just, depth yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah, and he... He explains the game. He'll he'll dig into analytics a little bit more than certainly Bert ever would because uh-huh. he hated it. Just not a lot of personality. Mm-hmm. There isn't. Um, we'll we'll see. Anyways, so four nothing Twins. Of course, Patriots stay in Boston. They are running the marathon. You are going to do that this year. <laughs> <laughs> Roll it, maybe. Oh, man. 11 o'clock. Uh, we'll take a quick timeout. We'll come back with another keyword coming up in about 25 minutes. Matt Snyder on Major League Baseball is next. Miller and Condon underway on a Monday. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO.